You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Your Dose of Death Podcast. My name is Lauren. And thank you for joining me for an- another week of episodes. Before I go any further, let me thank my sponsor, Grateful Deathmatch. When you check out, make sure you add DEATH as a promo code to check out and to get free shipping across those United States. The guys at Grateful Death are coming up with some really groovy and awesome wrestling apparel. Now, the reason why you're all here. I'm really proud to introduce this friend- person because she's become, become my podcast mentor a friend, someone who loves Deathmatch as much as I do, and a podcast host as well. Ladies and gentlemen, I am super proud to bring on my friend, mentor, fellow podcast host of the No Holds, Bar- no Holds Barred Network, and the self-proclaimed queen of the indies, ladies and gentlemen, Tiffany. Tiff, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Wow, this is a great intro. <laughs> like, <laughs> see, like, if you've seen my previous episodes, you know, I, lo- I, I kind of like to gas everyone up with their interests because I like to make everyone feel special, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, you, you, guys are ta- you guys are taking the time out of your day to talk with me. I, that's all I can ask for in this world, you know? <laughs> I feel that, like, like you said, like being a fellow like podcaster as well. Like, I feel the same way. Like every time I have people come on, I'm like, oh, like you guys take time out of your day to come chit chat and shoot the shit with me and all that good <laughs> shit, you know? <laughs> exactly. Um. So, how, have you caught up on some sleeps in Spy Forever? Oh my goodness, I did. <laughs> Thank goodness. Like, whoo, it's so hard. Like, I knew it was gonna be impossible to watch. Like. 24 hours. I I I I passed out around midnight. So after the first oh, match, wow. Jimmy Lloyd's all night because I was watching with someone else, and I were just like, I'm going to sleep. I don't care. I do not care. <laughs> I was so fixated to stay up for my boy Charles Mason. Um, I was like, I have to stay up for his match. And it was like it showed at like two in the morning, and then you know, like when you get so like overtired that you can't fall asleep yeah and that's what happened to me and i was like i like kind of prep myself like right on the couch i'm like okay i'm not going in my bedroom i'm just gonna stay with the big tv i was like i'm gonna lay on the couch and when i fall asleep i fall asleep <laughs> I like so i think i fell asleep <laughs> around four in the morning i think i don't know and then i woke up and i was like crap i missed blp i was so upset i was like no <laughs> i have i have a whole lot to catch up on but yeah. i'm as a deathmatch fan, I think we can both appreciate the fact that we both stay up for UV60. U- UV60 was awesome, by the way. I don't know if you were able to remember that card. <sighs> Refresh me, because it's like at, there was, was so at, much. At, it was Effie Homicide. Effie was a replacement for Louie, for Low Life Louie. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, and Homicide was like, like be safe, my brother. And, and, I... and vintage Homicide talk. <laughs> It's crazy because I was at that ICW show where that was like supposedly like his that, last oh, that's show. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and then of course, like everybody always says, like, you're never really retired when it comes to wrestling. You're never really retired. Like everybody always comes out of the woodwork. And 
And but yeah, I was there at that ICW show in Jersey, and uh, he was like, "Oh, you know, saying goodbye." And then he was joking around with one of the fans because he was wearing a Michael Myers uh, shirt and stuff. I love that like, entrance get up. I love I, it. I just like, I, I live for that entrance. Like natural born Cena homicide is yeah. my favorite homicide. Oh, I don't care about the impact homicide. I do yeah. not care about the producer homicide. I, I will take I will take him in a Michael Myers mask all day every day. <laughs> I love it. It's just so crazy, like, to see a lot of these wrestlers, like, all different places. So even, like, with me watching Homicide, is like, seeing them at Synergy, old school ICW, and then, like, even, like, now. So, yeah, I was like, okay, you're not really retired. He was supposedly doing this tour that was his last tour, but nope. <laughs> it's like, funny. I, I like to tell this to people. It's like, everyone's doing a Terry Funk, whether you like it or not. Because Terry Funk was the first guy to kind of be like, I've retired, but then I'm not. But then I'm retired, mm-hmm. then I'm not. Like, you know, like, I'm thinking about, because with Deathmatch guys, like, I feel like Matt Fremont's going to come back in, like, half a year. That's just my <laughs> prediction. And I, I want to say so. retired, but at the same time, it's like, there's got to be something for you to be like, I got to come back. I feel like, you know, he's not done with Ricky Shane Page, like how it like all ended with his like retirement. Like, I feel like I don't know why, but I feel like that would be like him coming back. But it's got to be something really good. I feel like for yeah. him, you know, I think because I know I remember Chris, uh, Chrissy, his wife was like, he might do one more. And I was like getting giddy. I'm like, come on, Maddie. We <laughs> still need that GCW Freedom Show. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe something like really big that hasn't happened yet. Like this was pretty big, right? The fight forever, the 24 hours was huge. And it was also nice to see people that uh, maybe we didn't know, or maybe people we do support and uh, maybe a lot of people outside of the world that don't know. Uh, So that was kind of like really exciting. Even me, there was like people's names I've never saw before. And I was like, wow. I was like, so I love it. Uh, Even the collective, you know, that we had, uh, that was pretty cool. That must uh, like that's a bucket list for me. Like I definitely want to go to like the collective. Same. Hoping Same. things get better. That like I could do that because if I'm telling you right now, if things were normal, I would have probably went to the collective. So like I was like I need to oh, start yeah. saving money. I was like because this is something I'd really love to do. And I don't know about you, but like I don't know if I could stay awake and be at like fight forever and stand there for like 24 hours and watch all that wrestling um from what i heard with people like it was a party there apparently it was a huge party like apparently people were just having a ball i knew like two people two three people there and they're like this was nuts (laughs) yeah i'm sure and it was apparently it was freezing there yeah i heard it was in philly but the gcw performance center yes um <laughs> so yeah the performance center yeah. undisclosed location mm-hmm. and um that's why the power shut off because everyone's like everyone's trying to come up with their assumptions and all that it was it was the temperature yeah i mean it was like what like 30 no it was like less than 30 degrees there apparently yeah. so i mean for me like i'd be used to that i'm here i live in new york I, i'm used to that too you know like yeah even you like we're used to it and uh it's like I went to Vegas once and I went to one of those ice bars 
and like because you know like oh. vegas is like hot as hell <laughs> yeah. right and it's like so you have this thing so like you know they're talking to us like oh it's gonna be really cool we're like we're from new york they're like oh this should be nothing for you and we're like yeah like we walk in we're like chilling and like people are freezing to death and i'm like <laughs> we're just sitting there with our drink on like these little ice like seats and stuff like that like hold everything's made out of ice yeah, and it's like uh-huh. sitting with like the cup and it's like ice made and you're like i'm like yeah um i'm from new york like i'm used to this shit like <laughs> <laughs> that's great um but the uv going back to uv60 was that pondo versus cannonball yeah that was which really was good good, good fun good yeah. fun it, it's funny because who i was watching it with um i was telling them like okay like it's vintage pondo like he's not gonna do enough yeah but he's bleeding and stuff i'm like pondo <laughs> pondo you taking a blade here are you serious i was like freaking out when pondo was taking the stuff he was saying i'm like you're at that age where you need to be more careful with your yeah. body buddy oh. but he doesn't care he doesn't care it's pondo man i just love it he's just- a madman Jeff Cannonball is the best. I mean, I also recently had him on the the podcast, and he's one of the most nicest guys that you could talk I, to. I need that's, to have him. You on. know, that's another thing. I mean, I don't think you know, like I don't know, like how you feel. I'm sure you feel the same that I do. Um, Deathmatch wrestlers really are probably like, some of the nicest people that like you'll ever meet. Like you know, you look at them like, oh my god, they're so scary, right? And like they're like. Everybody that I've had, like Alex Cologne, Akira, Matt Tremont, like, you know, these are just some of the names, like, again, like Jeff Cannonball, like, I've had a lot of these guys on the podcast, and they are the most sweetest, John Wayne Murdoch, right? Like, here's another one that it's like, oh, my goodness, like... Like, I think the most funny... So here, let me tell you a story. So I went to ICW, like, a couple months ago, and I uh, read into my friend Jewel. I think you know Jewel. Like she's on Twitter. I love. I love mm-hmm. her. Okay. Yes, I do. Lot- okay. So you know exactly who I'm talking. About. Anyway, so she came up to me and she's like, "Oh my god," because I had just like interviewed him before the ICW show. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh my god," she goes, "I have to like meet him, but I'm scared. I'm like, what are you scared of? I know I can't go say. Hi. I said, like, come with me. I literally pulled her. Come, 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 come. I now. pulled her." like to the booth to him and like because he knew who i was clearly and i'm like she's so scared i threw her under the bus i'm like she's so scared to meet you right now and she goes no i'm gonna cry and then he was like he goes come here and he was like oh my god and she goes, i'm gonna cry and then like he gave her like this big hug and i was like i love i love throwing people under the bus okay like i, I love doing it because it's always you know, with the good intentions that I know, like that people are just gonna love it. But like, I, it was just like one of my favorite moments with her and John Wayne Murdoff. And I was like, dude, these guys are like big freaking teddy bears. They like, are teddy, big or small <laughs> teddy bears, depending on who you're bleed. talking about. That's it. They just bleed. They're big teddy bears, but they bleed. That's that's uh-huh. the new quote now. Deathmatch wrestling. They're big teddy bears, but bleed. <laughs> <laughs> that's gotta be a shirt. That's gotta be a shirt somewhere. <laughs> To all my people listening, Nate, this is shirt. I'm going to tell, like, how to make it. Like, it should do, like, a picture. Like, you see John, um, Jeff, Jeff Cannonball, right? As, like, a teddy bear. Like, a cartoon <laughs> version of him. But he's, like, bleeding. <laughs> this ain't some Five Nights at Freddy's shit here, guys. 
I love him so much. So I have a feeling like what I'm gonna I'm gonna wind up clipping this part and posting it because it's just too funny. Go ahead. But... Go ahead. <laughs> um so yeah, cannonballs, but then I I I think the match we all adored, Orin versus Schlack was fantastic. Oh, I popped hard yes. for Orin coming back. Oh. Like people don't like if anyone's listening to this, Orin's like on my top five. Yeah. He's, He's in my, my top, top five list, my list of husband list. <laughs> oh, you got the husband list? Oh boy. Not the husband so, list. <laughs> actually, this is kind of a spoiler because this will get record this will be released, but Orin's gonna come on this podcast hopefully in March. We're trying to time it well as for when Time Bomb Pro comes back. He's great. So Orin is fantastic. I, I freaking oh. love that guy. Yeah, I, I had an honor chatting with him too on the network and oh my god, it's like Oh, he's he loves otters, just so you guys know. So it's like just send him pictures and gifts of otters, guys, because he just loves it. And I like I think what because I always do fan tweets and I was like, yeah, so like I always ask the fans like, oh, is there a question that you want me to ask? And then my friend Metal, uh, he was like, ask him about otters. And it was just the most oh, I think the question was why why are you know otters the best? And and like he was so serious, or and he's like, because they're cute. He's like, they're like the cutest animal. And I was like, you see what I'm saying, guys? It's like big stuffed teddy bears. That's what they are. Like, they literally are. <laughs> um, what's funny about him is so I sponsored the, I don't know if you've seen the Time Bomb Pro, the hour long YouTube show they had, where it was in like, someone's basement. Oh, this God. literally looked like something out of a freaking snuff film. Oh. I kid you not. Shout out to Ash Dabbitt for giving me that, by the way. You know who Ash is? Yes. Yeah, I was like, shout out to Ash Dabbitt because she was like, this is a snuff film. I'm like, this is totally a snuff film. But I sponsored the main event with Orin and Damond Spriggle in it. Mm-hmm. And so the promoter, Eric, who's an absolute gem, by the way, another guy I'm going to try to get on the podcast. Um, he's like, hey, so like, do you like want like a, sp- like a shout out video? And so he DMs me Orin with his cat. Oh, I mean, he's just like, thank you for sponsoring. I'm like, what the hell? Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> These guys are great, man. Like, yeah, like this is why I literally did this podcast to open people's minds to how amazing deathmatch wrestlers are because I think they don't get enough appreciation. They don't. They don't. And uh, you know, not even just like deathmatch wrestling, but even see. I mean, I I like to see them also because you know they're always associated with deathmatch wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. But it's nice every once in a while to know, like, put them in a regular regular match. You know, like even me and Alex Cologne had talked about this. I was like, I appreciate you know to see that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? so I think a lot of people just associate some of these wrestlers as just deathmatch wrestlers. Like they pitch, they pigeonhole them. Right. And Alex Cologne's like, he goes, people tend to forget that, you know, we all learn the same thing. You know, you mm-hmm. still have to learn your basics, right? Exactly. So I like to see that too, than just, um, you know, barbed wire and, and glass and flames and, and mm-hmm. light tubes, which is my yep. absolute bring... favorite. <laughs> I, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. <laughs> um, But no, yeah, I absolutely agree. Seeing like, I've I've watched most of these guys just do death matches, but I can appreciate the variety they want to do because it's like, yes, you're a wrestler. You're not just a death match guy. Right. You're a wrestler. Yeah. Qu- quote marks wrestler. <laughs> it's in your label. Yes. 
So yeah, no, Orin versus Schlack. Like, I just was like, when they announced that, I'm like, you're kidding, right? Like, because oh, like to me, sure. like to me, Orin Vite, like in GCW, it just, it's like it almost fits like a glove. Yeah, it almost fits like a glove because he just he's like they they put the the money on him in the beginning. Yeah, they were the first real big promotion. I was like, we think you're good enough. Right. Show us, and he did. Yeah, he, like I don't know if you've ever watched. I think one of my favorite matches of his was him versus G Raver at 400 degrees. Yeah, yeah. Where the first thing he does is a tope through the ropes onto like some light tube table. Oh, Raver like walks past it. Oh my goodness! It was like Raver was doing his entrance and he walks past it, and I was like, "This dude is ballsy." Like <laughs> the minute I was like, "I like this guy," that was like. The instance, yeah. I've I've followed Orin ever since. I mean, I the not no holds bar, but ICW Milwaukee. That's like yeah. kind of his home. Mm-hmm. That in like Time Bomb, and he was a champ there. And it's like this guy does such good stuff. He's great. Like oh, oh my god, that I'm was glad that like I like especially like to get introduced. Like I feel like ICW has been doing a really good job of introducing a lot of people that we didn't. Yes. Know. Uh, even GCW as well, you know, but like ICW obviously has been focusing more on the deathmatch wrestling. And I think I can't pinpoint this so much wrestling. It's so hard. I like so much different things. So it's not just deathmatch wrestling that I like, which is funny because I was like so scared. And I got to be honest with you. I have those moments that I like, I turn away from certain things like needles through the face. Like, I, can't, like I can't watch it. Like I, I told this with Bam Sullivan. I despise the needle spots. Yeah. But when we talked about it, and it was the No Peace Underground show he did with Alex Ocean. Yeah. And he did yeah. the cutter on the needles. I was like, okay, fine. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Like, I, I, I despise when they do the needle through the mouth. And it's just like, nope, nope. I'll look away for five yeah. seconds. Yeah, nope. I do the same thing. I, I, I can't. Like, it just, it just makes me so crazy. I so. hate needles. It, it, it comes from, like, I hated needles as a kid. Yeah. I did it. Oh. And, now, and now we're all going to get vaccinated. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I know. Hey, no, yeah, I, I agree 100%. I, CW and GCB both, um, they do a really good job introducing p- talent. Yeah. But also putting them in different situations also. Yeah. I think that's the thing because I feel like if you're just going to pigeonhole someone into one thing, they just other bookers are like, oh, they just are good at this. They're right. You, yeah. you can't do that. It's just... These some of these wrestlers need to think about gaining in their knowledge in the future. Right, right. No, it's true. I mean, it it's great because like I feel like especially even during the pandemic, that's when we started getting a lot of new people that like even like me unaware of, and like I just grew to love like insane. So we just talked about Oren, who I'm so excited for the ICW show that's coming up soon. He's fine. Oh, yeah wrestle akira and like even like akira like i just instant fell in love with even like with his match with matt was like i'm in love with this guy he's on my list of husbands um (laughs) oh i I, so what so to put it in for preference i since we are talking about the list of husbands here and i want my fans to know what is this list of husbands that you speak so so this list of husbands is is clearly my 
my gimmick on the No Holds Barred Network that uh, it kind of exploded. Uh, and it really kind of started because when I used to go out with my friends to go watch wrestling, I would always go with a lot of guys. And, you know, of course, like they'll look at a chick and they'll be sitting there. They'll talk about how hot she is and her body and this and that and blah, 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 blah. And then so I started joking around and I was like, damn, I was like that ass. I was like, you know, so... So then I just started compiling like a list of wrestlers that so they used to like shut up Tiffany, shut up Tiffany. And I was like, okay, I'm just making a list. So I started doing this with Kyle on the podcast. So anybody that I just thought was like gorgeous, you know, like my type and, you know, like a good wrestler. So there's like a whole bunch of critique things of it to get on this list of husbands. <laughs> and uh, so it kind of blew up. Uh, when I did my first interview for my Under the Rope series on the Knowles Bar Network with Anthony Gangone, um, who was also had a death match with Matt Tremont at CZW, which was so good. I'm really? so sad I get to be there. Yeah, if you didn't watch that, like there was that was nice because there was like a story going with it that it built up to end in a death match, and that was Gangone's first death match, and who better? then have the, your first death match with Matt Tremont. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So definitely, if you guys like never seen that, that is definitely it's CZW. I forgot. Uh, I'll literally YouTube sure. this later. <laughs> yeah, like it's really, it's really good. I think it's on Fight. It might be on IWTV. I know it's on Fight. Um, so that's definitely like a great match. So yeah, it just started, you know, joking around because i didn't really have like a number i would just like put people randomly on the list and then gang okay. goes, i'm number one right i'm number one so i ran with it and like i changed it around throughout the last like year and a half and then like gang going started losing all those belts because i changed it to alex zane being number one Ooh. and uh yeah and it was bad that alex zane got hurt and i was like okay nobody can really hold the husband number one so gang locked in at one <laughs> so nobody's ever changed my mind uh, but a lot of these guys like that we're talking about, like Akira's on the list and, and Orin's on the list. So like, <laughs> So as of right now, like what's your top five? Uh, I'm in the middle of working on an updated list, but I'm pretty uh -oh. sure the way that it is. So Gangnam's locked at one. Okay. Right? Uh, I changed it around like because Alex Zane's no longer indies, right? Alex Zane's kind of, so Alex Zane kind of got booted off the list because he's no Ooh, longer indies yeah. i still love he's still a husband he's just not on the indie list of husbands anymore yeah um so charles mason's number two Ooh. uh akira's number three mm -hmm. uh and i'm keep going back and forth if i want lucky 13 to be number four or if i want orin to be number four so lucky 13 Ooh. and orin are in four and five so. shout out to lucky 13 i think i think if I was in your shoes, mm -hmm. I'd probably go Lucky 13, Orn after that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I'm not in your shoes, so. Yeah, I think that's like how I started doing it, but uh, we'll see. We'll see, because I haven't put out the list, but I think that's where I'm going at right now. So. Okay. But yeah, so. So yeah, so I don't know how I'm going to handle Orn versus Akira at the next No Holds Barred Volume 10. That That is going to be good. I mean, it's been interesting. They're doing this whole like Orin put Orin through the ringer of the top guys in yeah. ICW, and he's been O for basically three now. Yeah, he's had the two with John Wayne, mm -hmm. that Iron Man, which yes, that was a doozy. That was a doozy for sure. 
And then the Reed Bentley one, which I personally liked. I know some people were kind of like, eh, I'm like, I like the, I, I like Orin, I like Reed. Yeah, I like them both. Because yeah. I think, I think to me though, and I don't know if you're gonna agree with me on this, but Reed Bentley is a more captivating story in ICW than John Wayne Murdoch. Mm. I mean, John Wayne's the ace, yes, but yeah. Reed's ten and zero. Since he yeah. stepped on No Holds Barred, he's won. Yeah, including like- against Akira. I think John Wayne's this is going to be his year. I really oh, do. I think I like for sure it's definitely going to his year. I'm excited. He's facing Brandon Kirk also, which I'm really I love Brandon Kirk. Kirk. Uh, love him. Love him. Kirk. I love both love the Kirks, okay? Yes. yes. Come on. Like I'm always hanging I, I, with if, my if girl. Dose, I'm in my bedroom right now and I like have my ICW no holds bar <laughs> posters on one side. I just have Kirk kind of saying there flipping me off right now so. <laughs> i love it, I love it. Uh, hi brandon if you're listening i love you <laughs> casey casey's my girl man like i, I know you guys <laughs> i want both of them on my podcast and we'll be like so i interviewed tiffany how do you feel <laughs> <laughs> well casey will always put me over that's my girl like she, she seems absolutely awesome that's my girl we went to Atlantic City together. That's my girl. Like, Bye. like, oh yeah, we had our girls' night. That was fun. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, like, that's awesome. Casey just seems like an all-around great she's, person. You know what I love about her? Since we're talking about deathmatch wrestling, right? Yeah. Like, this is like that's how like I found her was deathmatch. Was it the CCW shows? Yes. Yeah. That's the same. Those were. You. If you've never seen those, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about just in general. Watch that like series. I did not watch a lot of like the later CZW because it was just like they're not down and out, but they did have some j- diamonds in the rough. Right. And the Kirks versus the Lloyd story was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I went to the one after it. Uh, that was my first CZW show that I went live. So I saw Brandon Kirk versus Jimmy Lloyd. Uh, and actually, like I said, Casey versus uh, Jimmy was the same pay per view as Anthony Gangone versus Matt Trina. Oh, it was that same. Oh, it was that same. It's the show? Same pay per view. Okay. Yeah, it was that same show. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Casey. Uh, that was the main. That was the main event. Yeah. So her and Jimmy Lloyd. So Gangone and and Tremont was the match before. God, that's sad that I know. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I I think I know. I think that shows on IWTV now that I that you mentioned that's it. Probably. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, but no, she was a baller in those matches. She's she was doing like Onita shit, okay? My goodness. I was like, you're doing a exploding barbed wire. What the hell? Like, I always tell her that. I was like, that's what like really caught me with her. And then like after that, I was like, I gotta, I gotta talk to her. I was like, I gotta bring her on the podcast. And look, it's just like that's that's my girl now. Like, I love her to death. Uh and, and like I always tell her that I'm like, you're such a badass. So it's, like... <laughs> and it's it's funny though, just don't bring the Kirks to Florida again. Florida's <laughs> like their like love-hate relationship. <laughs> no, no peace and ICW. It's like yeah. Oh, hey, let's just get powerbombed by Paro. No big deal. <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, you should have seen my face with that spot. Like, <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God. I was like, let me text her. Like, because she texted me before it, and then she was like, yeah, I'm going to die. Uh, I love you. <laughs> I was like, she goes, you could have my dog. 
She goes, if, if, if I die, I was like, I was like, oh my God, don't even joke like that. And then she had that spot and I'm like flipping out of my apartment. I'm like, oh my God. I was like, this girl, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so- she is one, I, like, if I were to do like a woman's deathmatch tournaments, we're talking hypothetical here. Yeah. I'd have her, Alley Cat, mm-hmm. you know, Rena, you know, Rena Yamashita from Japan. The name sounds familiar. Like, she, I don't watch a lot of, you know, like, Japan stuff, but, like... But I, she's you know, awesome. She's kind of, like, the new female deathmatch queen over there. Whew, she's I'm awesome. Uh, Tara Calloway, an absolute <laughs> doll. I love Tara. I, I, I want, like, Maria Manic as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I was watching the other day, or a few days ago, during H2O. They, it was the H2O shows a couple weeks ago now. Yeah, yeah, like... And... Yeah. They had a break, so they showed the fur the no rope barbed wire with Tara Calloway and Marina Manic. And I was like, Manic needs to do more death matches. My goodness. If she can wrestle Chris Dickinson, okay? Like yeah, yeah. I agree. So, like I cannot believe and this is an ICW show. This isn't a death match, but like damn. Like I've always like I already knew she was like a beast. But, like, to watch her face Chris Dickinson, I was like, oh, my God. And I was there live. And I was like, awesome. I was like this girl, I was like, wow. She's awesome. So, yeah, I could see her running, like, the death match. Um, and then maybe, like, Charlie Cruel as well, if you know Charlie yeah, as well. Yeah. She's, That's a she's, girl. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. No, Charlie, I have become a big fan of. I just I just see, like, she she's in it. She's yeah. in it. And I think... Um, speaking of, I mean, that's kind of a question I have for you. Like, how do you feel about H2O doing a woman's deathmatch tournament? Let's go. Why not? <laughs> I'm pretty simple, man. Like, it's new. <laughs> you know, it's different. Honestly, like, yeah, I want to see it. Why not? Why Why we have to leave it just for the men? But, like, you know, all the time, like, we're seeing women in intergender matches, right? We're seeing them in intergender death matches. So that's pretty cool. It's something different. It's not something that we're, we see all the time. Uh, so it's going to be interesting who's going to be in this. And it's very tempting because I have... A lot of... Yeah, I feel like absolutely. it's going to be a lot of, like, newer talent that we're not used to. Because, I, I mean, Matt Tremont, he's making the, the rounds, you know yeah. Matt's making the rounds. Absolutely. Shout out to Matt Trima, by the way. He's great. He's a fantastic man. I think that or might be my first this. H2O like show. Like I have to make it to an H2O show. It's been Insane. like on the bucket list. It's a ride, which you know, it's it's not like terrible. I can do it. Like, um, you know, but of course, like, you know, being careful. And I know that everybody's doing their protocols and you know, so it's just being safe to go. I, I definitely yeah, exactly. want to H2O show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think a woman's deathmatch tournament is great. I mean, they're doing the H2O has some really great stuff going for them. They really, really do. I think tonight they're announcing the they're doing like that hybrid tournament. I don't know mm-hmm. if you heard of it. Yeah. Where it's like the 12 mm-hmm. with Academy the vets, guys. Right? Yeah, with the vets. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm really interested to see how that goes. This is it's gonna be a hybrid tournament. It's gonna be really interesting. Is that this February twentieth or is that after? I don't remember the date. I don't know. (laughs) There's so many shows. It's hard. Like this is what this is. I just want you people to know that this is the life of being like a not just a deathmatch fan, but a wrestling fan in general. Yeah, like that's like my. I feel like I'm a fraud that I can't really call myself the queen (laughs) of the indies because like there's so much. (laughs) 
You're still queen. There's so much. It's impossible. And then it's like to remember everything. It's it's poured everybody to like to go to shows because I go to a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. So I hate that we're in this pandemic right now. That it's like you got to be very careful. You got to be very picky. And well, you know, I, I'm not. I haven't gone to a show since September. Yeah, I've been going to the synergy shows uh, because I'm very good with Colin West. Uh, Shout out to Colin, by the way. Shout out to Colin West. Love him uh, to death. Like such a good guy. And it's like I know, and I've I've witnessed him like even being allowed to even go like backstage and stuff and see like I've seen him be putting out chairs and like taking all the precautions. And he was giving out um, uh, what's it called? hand sanitizer yeah hand sanitizer thank you i have a brain fart right there (laughs) hand sanitizer to like everybody you know so like i'm saying like you know when you feel like that good from a promoter you know that like they take care of like the talent and you know like you're witnessing that like yeah like so i was still like going and now like it's kind of like quiet now with a lot of the promotions are not running or Mm. you don't know how the protocols are and stuff so it's 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 hard this time Well, I, i feel like everyone's in like this holding pattern yeah like you're kind of like you're more or less like booking ahead right than you are like actually figuring out dates now right right it's crazy it's... um it's funny i was i got a giggle out of the chairs because there's a tweet i saw mm-hmm. was like, i think it was a month ago it was like what thing what thing that promoters should do better about i think it was matthew justice tweeted this mm-hmm. it was like getting us more chairs and i just belts it out laughing i'm like wait <laughs> this is a problem <laughs> I, like, I don't know if you saw like matthew justice like more chairs <laughs> and i just kind of look at myself like wait chairs are an issue <laughs> yeah oh man. apparently that's an issue that i have recently heard and i'm like for anybody like who runs a wrestling show or anything like please Provide your talent with chairs. Oh, I had that where I got to a show. I think it was Tommy Dreamer was looking for a chair, but they were like zip tied together to each other before like the wait. pandemic. Yeah, wait, wait. So like I'm sitting, and then he's like, "I need chairs," and then you see like everybody get up, try to like cut the snip ties to the chairs, and then they're tossing it into the ring and shit. I was like, "What the heck, Coach? Like this is bad." <laughs> Wait, wait, you're telling me that Tommy Dreamer, an ECW legend, is eating <laughs> chairs that are zip-tied, first of all. Why are the chairs zip-tied? That's my question. Because they were, like, keeping them together so that, I guess, like, people wouldn't move their seats. I think that's what they were doing. Oh, this okay, was, this but, was before but, the pandemic. Not, but not zip-tied, though. That just sounds like, like you're zip-tied. asking for trouble. No, I'm telling you, they were zip-tied together. <laughs> uh, that's literally asking for trouble. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, <laughs> It's funny how like certain things just stay with you, and that's like one thing that always like stayed with me. And I'm like, why is this tied? Like, I really don't want to sit on top of this person right next to me. I don't know you. (laughs) I don't know you. Be gone. (laughs) Quick, like, give me a scissor. Give me, give me like a like a pocket knife or something. (laughs) Let me cut this. (laughs) Yeah. Now that I I, next time I see a zip tie like chair, I'm gonna be like, Tiff, where's my pocket knife? (laughs) I came to your promotion <laughs> that you went to, and I told the promoter to zip tie the chair. <laughs> zip tie the chairs. <laughs> we cannot have this happen again. Yeah, I'm oh, telling you, that was a yeah. thing. That was that's yeah. Hilarious. I don't know, but that's a thing. Um, but so 
I want to get to the light tube since you're me and you have chatted off the air about your love and passion and undying way unwavering love for light tubes. Oh my God. Light tubes. Oh, I love light tubes. I love light tubes. It's, I don't know. Like, it's so hard to explain. Like everybody always says it to me. Like why? And I was like, I don't know. I think it's how it just explodes and it just like makes me laugh. And I just like love it. And when you're like watching it on TV, I'm sorry. It does no justice unless you're there watching it. So shout out to April because I took April to ICW for one of these like full on death matches. Like, and Mm -hmm. she was like, I get it now. She's like, I totally get it. Like, she was like, now I understand your love for light tubes. And I just, I don't, I don't know. And like, Casey will yell at me because she's like, yeah, it's not fun to be like picking out of like, you know, my hair or Brandon Kirk's hair or whatever like that. But, uh, and then she'll tell me don't encourage it because like, I'll watch like Brandon Kirk and then I'll tweet about it and I'll be like, yeah, light tubes. You know, I was like, don't encourage it. Don't encourage it. <laughs> Oh my God, Tev. <laughs> I love it though. Like, you know what? Like, I'm going to have to hit somebody with a light tube. I think this is going to be oh like my, my bucket list now. Like, you know, like how everybody's got like a bucket list. I think this has to be my bucket list is that I have to hit like a wrestler, whether it's like, it's got to probably be like Akira or like Jeff. Somebody, Kessler somebody. Or, or like somebody step up Alex Cologne. Like, can one of you like step up and let me just hit you with a light tube? Tell me how to do it properly. Um, okay, so I guess uh, you you heard it here first. We are doing a like light tube open challenge. <laughs> a light tube open challenge. So the following wrestlers, please step on up to the plate. Jeff Might Cannonball. Be able to get Akira to do it for me because Akira. Uh, Akira, like I love Akira. I just like the I like one of my favorite stories was that. Uh, I I walked into the Wawa in Jersey and like uh, my friend Rob from Bob Culture Podcast, he's like, oh, Tiffany's coming into the Wawa now. And then Akira went to go super kick me. (laughs) So like we're in the Wawa. I'm telling you, like the most craziest stories happen to me. I lock up with another wrestler in Taco Bell and then like freaking Akira is going to freaking super kick me in freaking Wawa. (laughs) Okay, so kind of sidebar here, but like, I mean, as a Midwesterner, I've never heard of any like the Wawa, the sheets. Yeah. Like, what, what is, what is the mysticism? What is like the whole like hype around you know, Wawa? It, it's funny because I don't, I don't have a Wawa in New York. Okay, I don't have one in New York, so I didn't know what it was until I started going to all these shows in Jersey. Is it just a Jersey thing? This is this is like a Southern thing apparently, but they're in like. Jersey, Pennsylvania, stuff like that. So it's not New York, but like, because my friend in Maryland has one. Like, so it's down, I guess it's East Coast. I'm not sure. So let me know. Let me know. But anyway, it's funny because that's the typical thing that wrestlers do after uh, shows is they go to the Wawa. So a lot of something late. Yeah, it's the late night thing. It's like one of those like twenty four hour places. It's like a Seven oh, Eleven. Right. If you guys are familiar, like I'm, I'm a Seven Eleven guy. So I know about it's kind of like a better Seven Eleven because not only you go you get like a soda, some chips, or you know coffee or something. They have sandwiches, salads, pre packed foods. You know, like you can get coffee, you can get like all sorts of. Th- so it's great and it's cheap. 
and the food's good. Like, so like okay. a lot of times now, instead of like going somewhere like Fridays or a pub or, well, I mean, a lot of places you can't do that right now with the and pandemic before, you know? Yeah, so now it, we're so every time like I go to Jersey to one of these shows, I'm go I, I go before and I go after the show. So, uh, but the, a lot of the wrestlers go after. So if you guys like, if you're listening to this and like, <laughs> there's a Wawa by the place that you just left, their wrestlers are probably gonna go in there to go get something to drink and something to eat. <laughs> Tiffany's go-to guide on how to meet a wrestler in a freaking Wawa. <laughs> Of all places, I mean, I, I'm used to like meet and greets and all, but like if I go west, east coast, like I'm gonna be like, note to self, do what <laughs> Tiffany does. Yeah, just follow me. It's funny because like I'll do that even with like some of the wrestlers that like know me, and then like I'll, I've had that before that like I park next to one of them, and I was like, I'll see you at the Walla. I'll see you at the Walla. <laughs> oh my god. Thing, it's a thing, man. Like it's great. Yeah, it seems like it's, I, I just I need to get a clarification on Wawa because Absolutely. as a as a Midwesterner, I always like I'm more interested in places that are not near me as much. Yeah, as they're not, uh, yeah, it was funny. Like I said, this is like new to me too. I think uh, not this not this past Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving before I stayed in Jersey the entire weekend because I literally had a different promotion Friday night, Saturday night, and then Sunday afternoon. So uh -huh. I stayed in Jersey the entire weekend and there literally was a Wawa right next to us. So I was like, all right, cool. So my friend was like, oh, let's go to the Wawa, you know? And I was like, all right, let's go. And uh, he was swearing by the hazelnut coffee. That's got one of the best hazelnut coffees that, it, that they do. So I was like, all right, cool. So you know like we went over there and then i was instantly hooked i was like okay this is like a better 7-eleven i was like <laughs> okay okay that was good to know <laughs> um and i so... kick so you know <laughs> yeah right that's everything yeah. for me right now <laughs> so what like a hero just kind of randomly came up and just super kicked you like Shawn michaels like, oh, yeah yes I'm, I'm sure like people are like what the hell like oh my listener's gonna be like what in the frick I I'm just waiting for that. Everybody, like, this is my they, friend Tiff, okay? Teddy bears. I'm telling you guys, like, they know. Uh, clearly, they know me for them to be doing something silly like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> I was say, FYI, <laughs> just do it to a regular like fan. Like, these yeah. are people that they know me, that they interacted with me, they've been on my podcast. Like, Akira loves me every time that he sees me. Like, I, he knows like I'm one of his biggest fans. Like, come on. I was gonna say when I when things get back to normal, I swear half the wrestlers and half the people I'm gonna be talking to, they're gonna be like, "You're that your dose of death guy." <laughs> I like you, <laughs> and it's gonna be like, "Oh hi!" Like, here's a question for you, and this is kind of not death naturally, and okay. I know this is, but it's like, how how do you feel about people introduce like asking like being like if you like go to a show and it's mm -hmm. someone that you say you don't interact with much, mm -hmm. but then they're gonna be like, "Oh my God, so and so!" Like they they inter they like ask you by like your name by your Twitter handle. How do you feel about that? My Twitter handle? Like 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 if someone per were per se like, like oh like, they only know you by your Twitter handle, not your actual oh. name. Okay, well usually see I haven't had that. I've had the Queen of the Indies or you know uh, 
you know, I, but I, I've had that, like people freak out like, oh my God, it's Tiffany from, you know, Oli podcast or whatever series that they watch me at or whatever. But a lot of, or, or they'll joke around like the list, the husbands, like, so I get that. I don't really get like the, the, the like the Twitter handle. I'll get like things like that or, or they'll be like, oh, Anthony get goat or something like the, the refer to me as something related <laughs> into that sense or whatever. I, I always get that. Those those are those are pretty interesting. But uh, it's always I haven't like, had that as much. I haven't had as much. But I mean, then again, I'm new in the game, so it's like I'm waiting for like ten episodes <laughs> down, and people are gonna be like, "Lauren, my DOD." By the way, that's my Twitter handle. In case anyone's <laughs> listening to this, uh, maybe not. Like it's uh, I tell you but this, I, but, but I keep my name <laughs> Lauren on my like profile, so people yeah. know. I'm I'm not gonna be one of those. I mean. No offense to anybody who does this, but I'm not gonna be one of those people who like comes up with these like ridiculous names, because I want people to understand like who I am. I want I want people to connect with me on some type of level. Right. I'm not like I'm just some podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nope. You're gonna be associated like that because that's usually how it goes. Like you're gonna. I'm, I'm a part of the fraternity it's... now, Tiff. I'm a part of the fraternity. <laughs> it's uh, it's very humbling. Like it's weird. Like I still, it's still crazy to me because i'm like people listen to me i, I feel like that i'm like people actually listen to me I was like, <laughs> i've had i've had friends who aren't even wrestling fans listening and they're like you're good and i'm like really <laughs> like like i want to give a shout out to someone just real quick a guy who gave me a big shout out the other day the struggles you know yes, the struggles yeah he, he retweeted my first Pac episode he, he, I even, like I've even DM'd him. He's gonna come on the show eventually, and he literally gave me pointers and stuff about the podcast. I'm like, I was like, <laughs> it was like unbelievable. I was like, wait, seriously? This, I'm, this is the guy I listened to. Yeah, I expect him to be like giving me pointers and saying how good this was. Or with the the bigger podcast, like I've had that where I sat and picked people's brains and. uh you know, that's the whole point of like networking, which is great too. So that's the crazy thing because, like, my like everyone that I've been able to interact with the networking and people are like, How do you get these people? I'm like, Networking, networking, networking. Mm -hmm. I was it's, not the best at it in college. But I can do it now. Yeah. I mean, a lot of like either, you know, like I'll go after people, like they'll see me, like they've interacted with me on Twitter, you yeah. know, I'll hit up people or they'll see like that you completely like support them. Some of them actually know me because I go to a lot of shows. So yeah. sometimes it's that easy, like that I can get people on the shows so they don't know who, who, who you are. Or if you've also interviewed other people that are associated or they work closely with, they're like, oh, I know who you are. Like, I've had that like a bunch of times that people come up to me like, I know who you are. They're like, yeah, I know the Noholes Bar Network. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh. So it's like, you kind of, like I said, it's very humbling because you're like, me, I sit here, I, I'm like, wow, people want to actually listen to me and things like that. So it's weird, you know, like to have that, that people actually like know me. So yeah, that is really cool. That's, that's, that's something I'm not, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Yeah, I don't think you'll ever, and I don't even think you could like totally like accept that too. So, for instance, I uh, 
I went to what was it a Titan show in New Jersey. They're okay. not uh and actually a lot of the people we were just brought up, like Akira, John Wayne Murdoch, you know, Reed, like these uh-huh. guys have like worked there or whatever. It's not deathmatch, or they had like something that was kind of like a deathmatch, but it's not really like a real, real deathmatch. Like a hardcore was, kind of yeah, like a hardcore match. Like they've had that. So I was walking around with Bob Culture podcast or Rob, and okay. it was so funny because like he, we're like, oh, let's go walk around and stuff. And we're like, all right, so we're walking around. And then he couldn't believe that wrestlers were coming up to me. Like, there was so – we couldn't even walk that much without somebody coming up to me. And then he was like, I can't believe you got people coming up to you. And I'm like, why? I was like, I was like why is this weird? I was like, he goes, this doesn't happen to me. And I'm like, I support a lot of wrestlers at a lot of different companies. I was like – or like I've had them on the podcast. But it's really because I go to a lot of shows and different promotions. And then you run into a lot of the same – people so yeah like they'll know you after a while and mm-hmm. you know any even any of your listeners out there you know if you're like afraid to go do a meet and greet you know like i'm telling you just go talk to them because like they're used to this they they love it and it's like you know i'm trying to like find the words for it like I it means a lot to them you know like if you sit there and you talk to them like even like me going to I do AEW podcast as well. And, you know, everybody's talking like AEW stuff, right? So like we're talking like Peter Avalon, right? Like here's a perfect example. Everybody's doing the librarian gimmick to him. Like when he was like first around, right? (laughs) No, everybody's doing the stupid gimmick. Right. All that. Right. I come up to him. Right. And I'm talking to him about the indies. I'm talking wrestle circus. To him and he Yo, got so shout to Russell excited Circus. he got so excited he had a whole conversation he's like i know he's like i'm so sad he was like that you know they had to close down he goes yeah. i was supposed to do a ladder match i was so, like he was like his face like lit up and these are the things that wrestlers truly which i've learned is like they truly appreciate so if you're second guessing or you're scared, like go talk to these deathmatch guys, you know, like go talk to them about like, you know, things you've enjoyed. They appreciate it yeah. so mm-hmm. much. Like don't second guess yourself. Like I'm telling you, like they totally appreciate it. I'm really glad you said that because I, I mean, I'm a, I'm the same exact way. Like I've just, I always like to, like, everyone's like, Oh, you're kissing ass. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I just enjoy what they do. Yeah, it's, it's not be- that hard. Yeah, it's not kissing be- butt. You can tell when somebody's kissing butt. <laughs> no. You can tell when you have the guy who's sitting there with like five eight by tens, having them all signed, and he tells them, "Do not personalize them. I'm putting them on eBay." Excuse like, that's, me. That's I've seen that happen. I've seen that happen. It's so annoying. That's that's disgusting. See, no. that's what I like to do. Like me, I'm more like I know a lot of people collect things, right? Like I, I, I imagine as a collection. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really a collector, to be honest with you. It's not my mm-hmm. thing. Me, I like to live in the moment. I rather have the picture of it with the wrestler because I feel like that's my memory. I have a couple of little things. You uh-huh. can see it in my background. I have like a little little shelf back there. Um, I know the fans can't see it, but I have a little little like shelf like thing back there, uh-huh. and I have a couple of things on there. And everything that's on there is very sentimental to me, and it has meaning behind that. I have a little chain thing right from the Titan show 
right? Okay. That uh, John brought Akira to me because he knew who I well he knew who I was, but it was like before my interview. But he saw that uh -huh. like I just loved Akira, and I was sitting there taking footage of like them with my camera. Right. And like he came up, he was like, he's like, oh, he goes, you're taking pictures with Akira. He goes here and he drags Akira and he starts like throwing Akira into me. I'm dying laughing. OK, like I'm embarrassed and I'm oh loving God. every minute of this with Akira. But anyway, then they like he put these like plastic chains in Akira's mouth. Right. And it's like he's banging his head against our friend Rob. And oh then my I, God. It was like the most funniest thing. And so, like, I have that up there on, like, the, so the chains, the plastic chains yeah. are up mm -hmm. there because it's like a special moment that I, yeah. I had. And then it was like when I talked to John on the podcast, we were talking about some, like, John, you killed me. He goes, You have <laughs> a really great memory. He's like, You have a really great story. He was like, That you, and that's, that's what I want. Those are the things that I put up on, you know, my shelf. Like I have the Matt and Nick Jackson autograph because the Matt autograph yeah. that Matt Jackson's known for. So it's like I have the pops and there's a video pinned on my Twitter that Matt's doing the Matt autograph. Like I'll okay. always have that special moment for me. Yeah. So those are the things that are very important to me. So I, I never understood like why people like what you were just saying that people with the autographs and like a million other you go like sell them and it's like what like me like again like those that's the only time no I want the images like you know like I want the pictures of me with the wrestler or I want like a funny video of like John throwing freaking Akira into me. like those are yeah. the moments for me like. So that's just me, but <laughs> no, I no, I agree because I'm a I, I may have like my posters like literally like how it's split up like as i'm telling you this right now you can't see it so my bedroom is like there's a border which is icw no holds bars stuff right then a border of gcw posters <laughs> i have my, my home promotion warrior wrestling i have like three posters of theirs right but like i have more photos than anything i yeah. love my photos i love my photos i'm a photo fiend yes i'm a fiend <laughs> I hear you on that. Um, so I think we're we're close to wrapping this up again, Tiff. I want to thank you for coming here. I mean, you're a friend, you're a mentor, you're really a lot, and I mean, this is really gonna be the third episode of this podcast. So you're like one of the first three guests. Thank you. Thank um, you. so I want to I want to promote your stuff as much as possible. So I'm gonna give you the platform. Where can people find you? How can people find you? <laughs> Shout out. They could probably find me at an indie show. No, I'm like, <laughs> it's like my thing when people always tell me, like, where can they find you? Probably at an indie show, probably screaming in the front. No, yeah, making well, a lot of noise because that's what I do. And like, that's another thing, too. If you guys are going to go to a show and like sit there and be on your phone and be boring and not interactive, please don't be those fans because that drives me nuts. But like, get crazy. They love it. They appreciate it. Like, that's me. I want to give a shout out to Mid. <laughs> Middens is the OG front row crew god. <laughs> Be like Middens. Because oh. that guy, the energy he has front row at every single show is goals. That's how you should be. Like, I was at a show, and I'll never forget this. And oh, where um there was like five people all on their phones using them for videos. I was really watching half the wrestling. Yeah. From their phones, I mean, my like, eyes. Like oh. I take footage, but I do it for the podcast. A lot of the no, stuff, I do, I like do, I yeah. Only, I I barely take videos at shows. I do photos, 
Yeah. But it was like, but they were all next to each other. <laughs> I couldn't hey. believe this. I'm like, no. No, I had somebody actually fall asleep by me and lucky 13 i have this and i always post it and i talked about it on the podcast lucky 13 went running up to him like screaming in his face like and the guy was still sleeping wait and, like, lucky 13 was all up in the camera for it was capital wrestling at the time and like he yes. was like laughing in the camera he's like get this camera guy he's like he's screaming at the guy so like you know, don't be that guy, guys. <laughs> don't be that guy. But um, anyways, where okay. can people find your so social media? You guys can find me on the No Holds Bart Network. Uh, we're on YouTube, uh, Facebook, every everything, iTunes, audio, ev- everywhere. Where where wherever, Twitch, Periscope, all over the place. Uh, if you want to find me on social, you can find me on uh Instagram and Twitter at Loves to Dream eighty two L U V S the number two Dream eighty two and yeah so pretty much that's what i do like so i do just so you guys know i do i host all eat podcasts with kyle everything we talk everything AEW, and then i run a bunch of indie shows so under the ropes is my major baby on it so i interview uh independent wrestling so and again we've talked about a bunch of the wrestlers today deathmatch wrestlers i had a bunch of those guys on there too so but i like a little bit of everything in independent wrestling. Um, I, I'm an indie fan as well, but like, I mean, for this show, I mean, I th- I told us to Bam Sullivan that this is a love letter to death, everything Deathmatch. Yeah, yeah. And the way my tagline has been talking to people who find the love in the death. Yeah, I love it. It's uh, it's it's important. All wrestling is important, but I like that also with you that you're focusing on the Deathmatch wrestling because I think a lot of people don't focus on it. And like we said, they're big teddy bears. I'm gonna get so much shit. I'm gonna, <laughs> we gotta I'm, I'm, when, when when this episode gets released, I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna do big teddy bears. <laughs> now that I have your attention, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love. I'm just, it. I'm just gonna put it on all caps and see what the reactions I get. And you're gonna be like, why? <laughs> nah, no questions needed for this. No questions asked. No questions asked. It happened. There's teddy you bears. You went here an hour talking about this shit. Okay. <laughs> But um, anyways, Tiff, I want to thank you again. And um, again, guys, thank you for listening to this wonderful conversation with Tiffany of the No Holds Bar Network podcast. My name is Lauren. And make sure you tune in next time to Your Dose of Death. This has been a Countout Podcast.